Welcome to the Baba Gee Podcast. This is Jay Cruz with another episode. And this episode is going to be on self-love. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm out here on vacation. But while I'm on vacation, decided to do a new podcast. Um, a new episode on self-love. And we're going to be talking about what love means to the world versus what love means to God. So I had several discussions with a friend of mine and we were going back and forth and talking about what does it mean to love yourself and what does the Bible say about love, right? In this world, self-love is more of selfish. Um, At least... That's what it seems like. Like, love yourself at any cost, at all costs, even at the cost of other folks. Um, And at least that's what it just kind of looks like. Now, it might not be that. It might be that certain people may be like, well, you know, um, we're just loving ourselves because we need to love ourselves more. And the worldly view of love it's that it's just it just seems to be selfish um instead of selfless what's the what does the bible say about self-love it says because you were made in the image of god then of course you should love yourself because you were made in his image but what does love what does love mean to god and what does god say about love well love is sacrificial is a selfless act. When the Bible talks about love, it always talks about loving others, caring for others, um, being there for other people, and just basically um, being helpful. It doesn't really mean to love yourself, so to speak. So the Bible says that because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, the whoever shall believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Also, when you when you talk about love in the Bible, Jesus himself says there's no greater love than a friend gives his life. I mean, that one would die for a friend. In other words, he will sacrifice himself for a friend. Um, Jesus also, before leaving uh, back to heaven. Um, he also said that um, this one last commandment I give you, and that's to love. And then he says that there is no law against love, right? Because if you love, you don't covet. If you love, you don't murder. If you love, you don't steal. If you love, you're not going to hurt another individual. And in God's economy or God's kingdom, your love is supposed to be expressed. It's supposed to, it's supposed to be for other people. When you read in the Bible, things like love your neighbor as you love yourself, right? But it doesn't only mean your neighbors. It means who are you being neighborly to? I think um, another thing that we can take a look at in the Bible is that Jesus says, <clears throat> love those who persecute you, right? Um... And it's always love and forgive. 
love and forgive. And I believe that forgiveness is just not for the person, right? It's for the person, but it's also for yourself. Um, it's supposed to be for you, you know, because a person that holds on to like animosity, bitterness and anger and stuff of that nature, um, really is hurting themselves, right? They're not letting go of whatever wrong has been done to them. And it just kind of eats away at them inside, right? That just slowly just kind of just destroys a person, <clears throat> And so God says that the best thing to do is forgive and forget. When it talks about God's forgiveness, he says that he forgives us and then he basically throws our transgressions into the sea of forgetfulness. In other words, he, he just forgets it. Not that he truly forgets it. He's God. He can never forget. He's, he's, got, he's got a real good memory. But in other, in other words, he doesn't bring it back. It doesn't kind of get in your face and says, here's what you've done. Here's what, and it kind of just hits you in the gut every time with things that you've done in the past. And, you know, you made, made mistakes in the past. And in this world, we can't forgive anybody. All right? in, this, in this day and age, we find it hard to forgive people. We know how to love ourselves, but we don't know how to forgive people. If you don't believe me, go look outside or look at the news and see all the hatred and see all the killings, see all the murders, see everything that's going on. In this world. And you tell me if we love to forgive people. And honestly say that we do not like to forgive anybody. We are just giving in to our own opinions. Not really relying on the higher standard. The standard that is above and beyond us. The true standard. Right? Because God is indeed love. Right. So why wouldn't we go to love to learn how to love? Why wouldn't we go to love in order to understand how to love other folks? <clears throat> I've heard to say that love hurts, you know, and at times, you know, you might love someone that may reject you. Just as Jesus, Jesus came to his own and they rejected him. He came to the ones he loved and they rejected him. And, you know, sometimes love is going to hurt, you know. But if we listen to God and what he says about love, how he wants us to live, I believe that that's a great start to a wonderful and bright future for this generation and generations to come. I don't know. I think that we should all strive to be better, do better, and love one another, right? And like I said, it's good to love yourself. It's good to treat to you, treat yourself. It's good to do things for yourself. But we need to be careful that we're not just being selfish but that we're also being selfless because we can be good to ourselves, but we also need to be good to others. You know, it, love isn't a one-way street. It's two-way street. And the Bible has a lot to say about it. But in this world, there is no love. And the reason there's no love because 
the absence of God in people's lives. Nowadays, parents are letting the devil just basically raise their children. That's just basically it. You have to be honest about it. They're allowing the devil to raise their children. So we can't get angry when we see people committing acts when we ourselves are not even training our children in the right way. You know, when I was younger, I used to hear people say, oh, you follow Christ because you're afraid to go to hell. No, not really. Because I knew Christ when I was living a real reckless life. I knew who Christ was. I knew that he was God, and I still lived a reckless life knowing that God truly existed. So no one is scared of going to heaven and hell, even though we should be. And we all have choices to make. But in this day and age, people want to not serve the Lord, the God who created the heavens and the earth. And soon, once this life is over, they're going to find themselves in eternal regret. But for those who love God, my thing is keep pushing forward, keep praying, stay strong, stand on the foundation that is greater than any other foundation you're ever going to be able to stand on. And that's the word of God. Yeshua HaMashiach, Lord God and Savior of all. Well, this episode is about to come to its end, and I truly appreciate those who came in to just listen. It's a short podcast. Um, Hopefully, we'll be recording another podcast next week, or hopefully this weekend. Uh, Once again, I am on vacation, but decided to just do this because this was on my mind. And, um, yeah, (laughs) for you guys out there, God bless you guys. Take care. Mananatha.